On September 7th, I talked to Jada Davis. Four, three. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? What's up, friends? We're live. We're here with Jada Davis. Jada is from Milwaukee. She went to UW-Green Bay and she just graduated and uh, in the midst of all that started a fashion brand called Modern Movement. Uh, she's also big into dancing and uh, growing into choreography. So we're going to talk a little bit about Jada's path. She's only 22 and really want to focus on the the young hustlers of Wisconsin. There's, there's a lot of cool energy there and uh, uh, it seems like she's doing some, some the right things. So, Jada, thanks for thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So, um, I think let's start with uh, with the story behind Modern Movement. How did uh, how did it come to be, and what is it? Yeah. So, Modern Movement is my first little step into the entrepreneurial world, and it kind of came around in March 2019. I was like, I'm a dancer. I kind of want a brand that enables other movers like myself. So whether you're a skater, gymnast, whatever movement that you do, or just go to the grocery store, I want you to like feel empowered in the clothes that you're wearing and have the confidence to be comfortable and free is like one of my slogans. And so I started working on it from last year all the way up until about February 2020, when I was like, okay, let me like actually make this a thing. So I got licensed and got all my permits and things like that. Um, started thinking about what sort of path I wanted to go down as far as designs and things like that. Um, originally, it was more centered on like skin tones and playing off of different. Uh, skin tones and things like that so that's a lot of what my fall collection is going to be um when you say based on that you mean like the color palette that you're you're using in the designs is based on like complementary tones yeah okay so more like sure. earthy tones flesh tones that sort of thing um and then in june i think it was june 1st i launched my first collection which was just graphic tees um and it's a bunch of slogans, basically, like, I make moves, keep it moving, playing on those kind of words. Um, and then I officially launched my, like, classic collection a couple weeks later on Juneteenth. And then now, October 2nd, we're launching our fall collection called Flesh. So, nice. Really so, um, so in launching, like, how do you, how do you get people to, like to care or to come out i know you're still in like a build you're definitely still in a building yeah. phase um but when you launch what's your approach to getting people that to, to know what you're doing and to care about it yeah so i always feel like if you love something you can convince other people to love it too so i love modern movement i'm all about the brand and promoting like the brand's purpose which is to inspire everyone to be able to move confident comfortable and free um and so we basically just want to see all movers have that sense of confidence. And so basically taking that that brand identity and sharing it with other people 
that gets them through the doors and as long as they like like the clothes you make it fun for them Mm -hmm. they'll come (laughs) yeah so do you find that most people find your stuff through like online channels and are buying online or is it more through the hustling of like going to events and collaborating and like being places where you can be in front of people um for me it's been kind of a combination of both i think as far as being in front of people that helps a lot with like people you don't know and introducing them to like your brand and what you're selling but a lot of my stuff a lot of my orders and people have come from online sales um just by people finding my page on instagram or facebook and like being interested going to the website sure how do you, how do you think or how do they find it like do you have strategies to like reach people or is it like hashtags or like how are people stumbling like word of mouth yeah so um a lot of my like close connections they share my page with their people and i also try to set up some social media strategy i'm also a communication graduate so i try to implement some of that stuff um as far as hashtags content being you know posting a lot um and it's not so much like how often you post but also like what you post about um geotagging like that's how you found me uh, mm-hmm. things like that i also do some ads through instagram and facebook just to sort of get out of just the people that I know, branch that network out. So that's helped me actually get sales in New York, Florida, and Los Angeles, so. Nice. It's helping. <laughs> yeah, so like what, I guess what's what's the approach? So it seems like you're putting out different lines on like a almost quarterly basis or something like that. Um, is your goal to establish like a base of a certain amount of collections and then like push the brand through collaborations from there? Or like, how, how do you see this? Or is it one step at a time? I'm just, I want to see like your vision for it. Yeah. So eventually I want to be like, <laughs> I know he's controversial, but like Kanye <laughs> or like a Rihanna or like a Tayana Taylor where they, they're creating brands and it's not necessarily something that's gonna be like a collection that stays around for forever it's sort of like something that evolves over time so my classic collection i want that to sort of be like the foundation and then my fall collection is something that the brand was originally founded on so i kind of want that to be like another layer but then from there i'm sort of just gonna like feel my way and branch out from there um see what other collections i want to do um anything outside of those two foundational collections i don't know will be you know something that sticks around for per se but sure um so how like okay so you have your classic collection Mm -hmm. how long did you work on that before launching like since you're it's tricky because it's like to one degree as a young artist, you're like, well, it'd be sweet if I put out this thing and it's like the foundation forever. Obviously you could learn a ridiculous amount in three years and be like, I'm gonna actually start over or something and just like call it something different and take all the stuff I learned from this and do the same thing, but with all the lessons I've learned. But um, how much time, I guess, did you spend on that first? Or how much like, 
how much gravity is there to that in your mind, like to that classic collection? Yeah, so the classic collection for me, as well as the collection I'm launching in a few weeks, those were like the ones that I started the brand with a year ago, like what I was thinking when mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I want a clothing line, I want it to be this, that, and the other, I want to have these sorts of tank tops, this color palette, that sort of thing. And uh, those things are pretty much what inspired the brand. So I guess you're saying going from there. Um, I guess I'm saying how much, well, it's core to your vision, obviously, from the beginning. So like how much time did it take you to build that out? Was it like this needs to get out so I can start the learning process or was it like this needs to be perfect before I can even start? Like Yeah, I'm more of a <laughs> I'm more of a this needs to be right before I put it out. So during that year I was working on building a website and figuring out, like I said, like what exactly I want it to be in the collection. And mm -hmm. so that process did take about that year span, it wasn't until like quarantine honestly helped a lot where I was like, this is my time to like really focus, like get everything done. I made a, a little manual, a little agenda of what I wanted done each month mm -hmm. and I did it. <laughs> so Yeah, that's awesome. Quarantine definitely helps like. Focus the yeah, drive and the yeah, attention for definitely. sure. Um, so what like what inspired you in your past to want like why do you want to why do you want to inspire movers like why do you want a a fashion line yeah like, what where does that come from um so i'm a dancer i've been a dancer since i was three and so being a mover and just having to build that confidence you're constantly getting like rejected especially being an african-american dancer um in the dance world is pretty hard and uh, i feel like you constantly constantly have to keep building your confidence and your character and so i feel like having something like clothes are a big way that you represent yourself and having something that you feel confident in is going to make you feel confident and so just having like building something for other people to not have to you know worry about i don't know this is too tight blah 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 having that confidence in how you feel will exude on the outside. So is fashion something, does, is any of your family in fashion or own a clothing store or any of that kind of stuff? Or was it something that you started caring about like in high school and college? Like when did it kind of like um, interest so you? To be honest, in like the fifth grade, I said, when I'm 60, I want to own a t-shirt company. And so that's not really something like I stuck with, like, you know, I kind of forgot about it. But then I kind of came back and when I started Modern Movement, I was like, I actually said I wanted a t-shirt company and like, here I am with like an actual apparel line. So it's been in the back of my head for a while. Yeah, that's interesting. I've had, I've had situations like that where like, for me, I, I would like write, I wrote something down like a long ass time ago. And then for some reason it like showed up and it's like, Oh, like I, I did that. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> it's interesting. Um, so is there like, so obviously you say like you're inspired by 
like Kanye, Rihanna, like these people who they have their own fashion lines and everything, but obviously the way that they make those relevant or the way that they um, were able to, you know, get those off the ground so fast is their art in other areas. Mm -hmm. Is, is that, is this part of a bigger plan? Do you hope to have more of an impact in the dancing world or like, what's your, yeah, your so desire? I kind of feel like I want the company to have an impact, like you said, in the dance world. I think that having dancers who would wear my apparel and things like that, who already have like an established spot or not spot, but they're, you know, well known. Um, having them to wear my clothes would get it out there more. Obviously I'm not, you know, Rihanna or Tiana Taylor. <laughs> so I don't have that influence yet, but you know, hopefully one day I can collaborate with somebody, connect, network, and get my name out there more. Right. So what you're saying, like for sure, like you're trying to connect to people to like get, get the fashion brand out there. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm wondering, do you have plans to continue sharpening your dance choreography aspect as, as another vehicle Oh yeah. or, um, or are you kind of content where you're at, I guess? No, definitely not content. I definitely <laughs> want to dance for Beyonce. No, but um, I'm definitely still growing in dance and in choreography and in that whole industry. Um, it's really just started to take off maybe like two and a half years ago. Um, so continuing to add artists to my resume, add experiences, um, videos, things like that will help me continue to not only push myself into the industry, but as I'm going into the industry, I'm dragging my clothing brand with me. Like. Right. <laughs> um, like Kanye uh, headed into the music industry as a producer, pulling his rapping behind him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so people don't know, like, so you, you've collaborated with some Milwaukee artists for like music videos and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Like, what is that? How does that come to be? What does that look like? Yeah, so my girl Alexa, uh, she found me on Instagram about a year and a half ago. And she was like, I got this show coming up. Do you want to help me with choreography, dancing? And I'm like, sure. Like, I'm a dancer. I want to be a choreographer. Yeah. And so year goes by and we're recording music videos like with big producers that work with like ti and things like that and so that's really going places and then i started working with kaylee crossfire from netflix um what's the rap show on netflix what's the name of that rap show um on netflix do they compete for something or? yeah it was with like chance the rapper and cardi b Rhythm and Flow. Kaylee Crossfire was on Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. And so I started working with her about a year ago, too. It'll be a year in December, I think. Nice. And so just, like, starting to connect with different artists that have other connections as well. Um, Elisa Nicole, I just started working with her last month. So, yeah, just trying to make some new connections, work with artists. I love doing work with artists. Yeah, so when you're connecting with an artist, 
you're basically trying to help them design a performance for something, whether it's a show or a music video. Or, yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. What's like? How do you like sit in front of a camera and just like almost freestyle it, or do you have to like draw it out, or like what's the creative process for when you me, create a dance flow? Uh, choreography. You know that process changes a lot. <laughs> um. For me, I'm not a big freestyler, but I dance really good in my head. So if I can picture it in my head, I can probably get somebody else to do it or try try it out myself. And usually for me, it's like I hear a song and then I dance it in my head. And then I'm a write it down kind of person. So I'll write one through four. This is what you do. Five, six, seven, eight. This is what you do. And then I'll record it. Okay. Um, rather than freestyling. I'm not a huge freestyler, but sometimes yeah. it helps. Yeah. Interesting. So what's your creative process with the fashion stuff? For fashion, I usually think about what do I want the collection to be as a whole. And then, so I'll use Flesh, for example, that's coming out. Um, my process for that was, what do I want to say with this collection as a whole? And that was that we're all human, we are stronger together, and sort of go off of that motif. And I was like, okay, so going off of that theme, what color palette do I sort of want to use? And that's how I came up with like the skin tones. And I'm like, okay, so now what do I want to call this? Like flesh. flesh. Yeah. Simple. Have you gotten any, <laughs> have you talked to people about flesh? Obviously it's not out yet, but um, like what's the response? Cause flesh is an interesting word. Yeah. It conjures like. <laughs> It's a little creepy, right? It can be. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be for sure. Um, like, why? Like, what are you afraid of, I guess? But I feel like people think of, like, mortality. Yeah, they do, probably. Um, for me, I was thinking more, like, skin <laughs> rather mm -hmm. than <laughs> mortality. <laughs> but um, I haven't really talked to too many people outside of, like, my close network. Yeah. Uh, we just shot the promo video for the campaign actually on saturday this past saturday nice. so that was a really interesting process um basically the storyline is an individual so i'm an individual and then i come to realize that all these different groups they're stronger together so i need to be part of them and attached to them because we're all at the end of the day humans and stronger together definitely um so you've been doing this for since like really it's been a, a dream for a while started to kind of like take strides a year and a half ago and you've really been doing it in a like where there's literally physical products for about five months four or five months something like that yeah so in launching these things, both from a what your like long-term vision, what you're most proud of standpoint, and also from like a legitimate like customer response, like sales standpoint, like what do you think are, is the most important thing? Like someone out there is thinking about starting a clothing line, or almost as like after looking at 
the pieces from the first few launches, like what do you think are the most important aspects to making something successful in fashion? Um, making something successful or what I'd say to somebody looking to start, I definitely say know what you want to do. There's a lot of people that are doing like various different things and they don't really have like a, a vision, so to speak. It's just like there. Um, so know what you want to do and find like your little niche uh, of what can make you stand out, but also cater to your customers. You have to know like who you're targeting. You're not going to be able to accommodate everyone or everyone's not going to like what you're doing. But as long as you know who your target audience is and who you're trying to reach, then that's what you go after and that's what you pursue when you start. Um, so once you have that locked down, would you say like, you gotta have a video or you gotta get some clothes into the hands of influencers or you gotta show up at the farmer's market or like, <laughs> what's your like? <laughs> um. Well, I haven't gotten into the hands of any influencers yet, but, you know, maybe one day. Um, but I definitely say you want to do something so people can see you. If you're not going to be spending, you know, a ton of dollars dedicated to social ads, you definitely need to be at least in your community doing something, getting out at events somewhere where not just like your followers are going to be there, but like somewhere where other people are going to see you as well. What are some of the things that you've done in that regard? Yeah, so I had my first pop-up shop in July. Yeah, it was July. And I did it at a hair studio. So there's two sides to the hair studio. And I was on one side. And so not only did I have you know my network coming in and shopping, but I was able to branch out to the people that were in the shop, the people that work in the shop, the people that they know, and invited so that sort of thing and then recently there was an event actually yesterday that one of my friends called me up and was like she actually came and got a piece of uh, a couple pieces from my line and she was like I'll just take it down there I have a booth I'll set it up she calls me two hours later she's like yeah I sold that do you want to come with some more stuff and I'm like yeah and so I come and there's like people buying things and I'm like you know, you just got to yeah. go into those spaces where people that you don't know are going to see what you're doing. They're going to like it and they're going to get it. And Definitely. Yeah. Put yourself in the position for success. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. So did you end up like splitting the booth with her for the rest of the event? Is yeah. So she actually sells um, her headbands sort of go with my brand and my purpose. So she sells them on that website. And she was out there with the headbands and took a t-shirt. And then people were like, I want this t-shirt. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, let me call you. <laughs> so I went down there and yeah, we were sort of just sharing the booth. Um, it was all under the umbrella of modern movement, Okay. but she was the one who was there for the most part. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you have friends that help you and stuff? To yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> cool. Um, so, do you, is entrepreneurial DNA, does that go back in your family or like what, like why, why the drop, like why, a lot of people say, like I get, I get the appeal. A lot of people are like, you know, I want to do this. Um, 
not a lot of people will put in a sustained effort to make it happen. So what even what even made you want to start? Yeah, so that sort of runs in my family, honestly. Uh, my dad, ever since I was young, he, he owns his own catering company, and he used to have a store where he sold, like, candy and, like, knickknacks and things like that. And just sort of being there, I used to work there in the summers, and so being there, watching him, like, run a business and seeing all that it took and going to the bank, going to the store, following him along, that all sort of, like, instilled in me, like, this sort of entrepreneur spirit. And then there's my grandma who can literally sell you anything. She's sold anything you can name. She sold it. And so, honestly, being with her, helping her sell things, going to meetings with her when she's trying to sell different products, like, that sort of instills that spirit in you. And I think that is what influenced my drive to be an entrepreneur as well. Sure. Yeah, sales is a big part of entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. For sure. Cool. You, how, so you started dancing when you were like three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. If you, uh, I guess, how do you address like, do you like surround yourself with entrepreneurial type people or like how do you manage like that i guess your environment you're like people My you spend time group. with yeah um yeah i try i have like a few different kinds of friend groups you could say but i definitely try to at least surround myself with people who are motivated to do something that they have goals that they have visions i don't want to be around anybody who doesn't have any goals, any aspirations, or they're not open-minded to at least try new things and that sort of um, thing. Yeah. So yeah, close-minded people are not my cup of tea, but <laughs> definitely try to stay around people who are either better and more successful than I am and I can learn something from them, or at least around people who have those aspirations or this visions that I have or, you know, of their own that we can both see each other grow and help each other in that sort of aspect. Definitely. So that being said, how far do you want to take the modern movement? I want to be on runways somewhere. <laughs> you know, you don't see too many like fashion uh, athleisure brands on like runways, but I think the way that modern movement is set up as an athleisure brand is also a fashion brand. I feel like I could be on a runway somewhere <laughs> or at least have models on a runway not me on a runway mm. <laughs> <laughs> so do you follow that world like or is it just like well will it just like one day at a time um i'm not big into like the fashion industry uh, i don't keep up with a lot of their trends or anything like that i feel like fashion industry they have their own you know, zone and to me, style and fashion are two different things. So you can have style, but it may not be like what's in for the fashion world right now. And so I don't really follow that world too much. I'm more like a, I don't know if you know Tayana Taylor at all. Yeah, she kind of like does her own thing and she's just a free bird she does choreography creative directing and clothing and all sorts of stuff so i want to bring like all my worlds together okay 
Uh, Where would I have heard of Diana Taylor? Did she like? Is there um, any pop culture crossover that she's been a part of? She's a singer. She's married to Iman Shepard. She's a basketball player. Um, she was on My Sweet Sixteen <laughs> a long time ago. No, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Did she successfully bring together like different like art forms? Yeah. Singing, obviously. Yeah. Fashion. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So the goal is to get on the runway, but not you. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> I'll walk Sweet. at the end. We'll see. I'm also Sweet. really big into like videos. I think videos say a lot more than just like in-person um, runway shows, but definitely. Do you do your own videos or do you collaborate with friends or? Um, so for the brand or for dance? Either, I guess. Uh, so for dance, I collaborate with a lot of dancers in Milwaukee. Um, and then for the brand, I work with closely with Shift Visuals in Green Bay. Um, they do, they've done my photo shoots and video shoots. So that's who I work with as far as that goes. That's not uh, Brevin, is it? Is his name Brevin or something like that? I think one is... I know DJ. DJ is who I work with the most. I think his partner's name is Brad. Okay. I'm not sure about his Sure. <laughs> I don't know them, but... So you come up to Green Bay to do that, or they come down to you? I come up to Green Bay. They have a studio up there. It's really nice, actually. Um, they have all the equipment in there, so we just shoot in there. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, where can people find you and modern movement yeah so modern movement you can shop at www.modernmvmtapparel.com and then all my social media is at modern underscore mvmt and yeah that's that or jada monet oh yeah for me <laughs> my social is j monet that's m-o-n-e-t 101 and then my dance page is JMO Dance Choreo. Sweet. Well, thank you, Jada, so much for coming. Yeah, Definitely wanted to um, just kind of help help you to tell your story, but also parse out how you're thinking about all this and get a feel for your mindset. Because, um, I mean, when I saw, you know, when I saw your pages, obviously. They're super active and um, definitely looks like you're, you're, you know, very ambitious. And um, we didn't even really talk about the fact that you did. You were like the speaker for oh, your yeah. class of 2020, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, you're an ambitious person, and it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. 